Sometimes you just need a little encouragement. Am I right? Look, I get it. Life is messy and there are so many things that can keep us feeling stuck or overwhelmed in our everyday life. I want you to know that you're not doing this alone. So, welcome to Chasing Wonderment. This is a podcast designed to help you get unstuck, learn how to shift your mindset, and get some encouragement from your internet bestie. That's me. Okay, you ready? Let's start Chasing Wonderment. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Chasing Wonderment podcast. Ah! Okay, so first of all, I just realized that when this episode goes live, it will be Valentine's Day. Oh my goodness. Happy Valentine's Day. I hope that you feel joy and love no matter your relationship status because y'all, we are all in different walks of life and we are all in different places. And I just hope that this day brings you a lot of joy and just resting in the knowledge that you are loved beyond measure. Okay, so Let's head on to the episode. I've been thinking about what I wanted to talk about this week and just kind of mulling over it. And I know that we're doing the theme of consistency this week or this month. Um, And so with that in mind um, and talking about consistency and what that looks like, then I think it would be really helpful to do an episode about going after consistency in a messy life and like how you find it. And then we'll kind of get into more nitty gritty stuff in the next week or two of like specific things that have helped me find more consistency or that I've seen others use tools, all that jazz. But um, today is again, more mindset shifts because like mindset is everything. Y'all, I need that on a (laughs) t-shirt. Um, okay, so the first thing that I want to cover again, yes, again, because it's important and we need to get this through our brains, I need to get this through my brain, um, is that when it comes to living consistently and doing the things that you want to on a consistent basis, the first step to that is expecting and accepting that life is messy. Like, just like we talked about last week, consistency does not equal perfectionism. And because of that, we have to accept the fact that sometimes we're going to be inconsistent. And the problem isn't that we're inconsistent. The problem, at least in my life, is once I become inconsistent, I hit that low, like we talked about last week, and I feel like an utter failure. And I don't pick back the consist. I don't pick the consistency back up again as quickly as I normally would have. It, but it's a mind game. Like when I let myself get to that low, it is so much harder for me to pull myself out of the gutter because I've beat myself up for weeks or months or however long it's been. It's like, oh well, you're a failure and you can't do it and blah blah blah. And I tell myself all these horrible things. And it's so much harder to kind of just say, okay, well, so life got messy and it was busy and now it's time to, you know, pick this back up and go again. Do you understand if, if, if I do this in my life, if I give myself the grace to accept that life is messy and that sometimes we get inconsistent, when you accept that and you're okay with that, the mindset shift that comes with that massively changes your outlook on how consistent you are. 
because not only it changes the timeline because now you're not spending like forever trying to like convince yourself to be consistent again in this thing that's really important to you, the thing that matters to you. You you don't have to convince yourself of that. So it actually shortens the timeline because once you don't have to convince yourself, then it's so much easier to just be like, okay, well now it's Monday and it's a fresh day or a fresh week or it's Thursday and you know what? I didn't do it on Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, but today's a new day. And life was messy. There wasn't time for this thing that was important to me. Today there is or I will make the time. It's so much easier to get back up when you accept that life is messy and you realize that consistency is not the same thing as perfectionism. And guess what? The more you do that, the easier it becomes to get back up again and the more consistent you are. I feel like we need a little bling in the background. That is such a huge huge mindset shift. The next thing that I want to talk about is <clears throat> lowering expectations. <laughs> it's probably not what you want to hear. Um, when I'm talking about lowering expectations, what I see happen and what I've done in my own life is when you want to change your life, we often make this huge list. It's the same thing as New Year's resolutions, right? Like you make this huge list of things that you want to change and it's all grand and it's wonderful and you're excited about it and you're going to eat better and you're going to work out and you're going to get up at 5 a.m. and you're going to do X, Y, and Z. There's all these things that we want to change in our lives. Changing those things or desiring to change those things is not the problem. The problem is trying to do all of them at once. So when it comes to trying to live more consistently, to find consistency, I do not, I repeat, I do not want you to go after eight different things. I want you to lower your expectations. This is what I mean by this. Lower them. Like the bar is on the floor, guys. And I want you to understand that you do not need to add more than one thing at a time, even if it seems like you could handle two. Because the point of consistency is that we do something over and over and over again until it's habit. Until it is so ingrained in you that that is just what you do. It's what you do. You don't even think about it. This is no different than me waking up and getting a cup of coffee as soon as I get out of bed. It's a habit. It's consistency. Side note, that means like we are consistent because we all do something like that in the morning, right? And we're going to talk about that in just a minute. Um, one of the things that I can really help or that I've found has really helped with lowering these expectations is the idea of, again, accepting that life is messy. This ties into this again. When you lower your expectations, sometimes you need to accept the fact that life doesn't fit the thing that you want to add to it in this moment. And I saw a lady on Instagram post, um, that she did not have room in her schedule as a busy mom and a business owner and, you know, all the things that were on her plate, she did not have room in her schedule for exercise. And she wrote that, you know, it was frustrating at first and then she realized it literally didn't fit. So instead of spending months beating herself up over it and, you know, feeling guilty and all of those things that we do to ourselves, again, it's a mindset, so it's in our minds, we do all of these things that literally just tear us down and make us lose confidence and make us feel like we're failures. 
So instead of that, she decided that she knew when her business load was going to lighten up, her workload was going to lighten up, and she was like, okay, in March, I will work out. In March, I know that I will have a little bit more capacity, and that's my goal. My goal is March. And I remember reading that post and just thinking, wow, what a unique perspective shift. What a unique perspective shift. Instead of forcing something that wasn't working or feeling guilty about it or feeling like a failure the entire time, she didn't have time for it. She literally did not have space for it in her calendar while still like living her best life. She just was like, okay, now's not the time. Excuse me, I need to close my email. So now is not the time. And that's okay. Again, we're accepting that life is messy and lowering that expectation. And so if not, if it's not right now, then accept that it doesn't mean that it's not forever. Like just because you don't have time to change your diet like this week doesn't mean next month when the pressure of your job is a little less or like tax season is over or whatever doesn't mean that you won't have time later. Now, I'm not saying that like we put off our our hopes and dreams and goals forever. Like there is a time and a place to do that. But what I'm trying to get you to understand is that sometimes we're putting all of this pressure on ourselves and we're guilt tripping ourselves and we're feeling like failures and feeling like we're messing everything up when it literally doesn't fit in your calendar. So point number one, accept that life is messy and it ties directly into point number two, which is all about lowering your expectations, doing just a small thing. Don't take on the entire world. Okay. The next one, this mindset shift is, oh my goodness, this has been a game changer for me and I really hope it it helps you a lot. I want you to, right now, right now, I want you to decide that you are consistent. Not decide that someday you'll be consistent. Not not that, you know, oh, I, I might be able to be consistent. No, no, no. I need you to understand that you are consistent right now. And this is what I was going to talk about when I talked about the coffee. See, what happens in our brains is that we often are believing these lies about ourselves, believing that we can't be consistent, that, oh, well, it's just who I am. It's just a part of my personality. I'm just a hot mess. Please hear me. I have been the queen of every single one of those excuses. I'm speaking from experience here. And um, it can be such a massive, just a, a pain in your mindset. I, I probably could say pain in the butt. It's a pain in your mindset because you're coming at consistency with the idea that you can't do it, that you aren't consistent. And if you believe that you aren't consistent, guess what? your mindset is going to be like, well, I'm not consistent. So like, obviously I can't keep doing this and obviously I'm going to fail and obviously I'm going to make mess up and you're going to self-sabotage because you have already decided in your head that you are not consistent, that you are an inconsistent person. So the first thing that that I need you to do when you decide you're consistent is you need to find a truth that is, that gets you to neutral. So you might not be able to believe that I'm the most consistent person in the world. 
but you might be able to believe that you are consistent with one thing. And because our brains are constantly building evidence, see, our brains are building evidence to prove what we believe is true. If you have built a lifetime of inconsistency evidence, then your brain is going to prove to you that you are inconsistent. But, but, this is the cool thing. If you can choose to find one area that you are consistent in, one area, and you begin to build a new belief that you are consistent based on that one thing, yes, even if, even if it is as simple as you make the cup of coffee every single morning. Hey, guess what? That's consistency. That's consistency. So if you can find one area of your life, maybe you are great at folding a load of laundry every night. Maybe that is like you are the queen. You don't go to bed until that laundry is folded. If you do that, like, hands down, my hat's off to you. Hands down, I'm amazed. Come teach me your ways. <laughs> but I want you to find one area that you know every single day you are consistent. That area is where you build your new belief system. That is how you begin to decide, now I'm consistent. Now I'm consistent. I am consistent in this thing. That means by very nature of how consistency works, you're consistent. You do it every week. You do it every day. Whatever. Maybe you do it every month. Even if you do something as, we'll, we'll say as little as once a month or once every six months, if you do that on a semi-consistent basis, that still means you're consistent. I want you to build that belief in yourself and in the truth because what happens is we tell ourselves over and over and over again, I can't do it, I fail at consistency, I suck at consistency. No, I, you know, I've tried every exercise program there is and it lasts for two weeks and then I'm out. Whatever that lie that you've been believing, that is keeping you stuck in consistency because again, our fear center of our brain is trying to keep you safe. And it can't tell the difference between real fear and perceived fear. So when you are inconsistent, your brain's like, okay, but we're safe here. Because she's been like this for forever and we don't know what lies on the other side of pressing into that new level of consistency. We don't know what lies on the other side of leveling up and that's scary. So we're going to stay here. And I'm going to continue to remind her how she can't be consistent because here are all the reasons why. Enter the evidence your brain has built for the last decade or two. Please hear me. I am I am not telling you that I am the most amazing at consistency. That's not the point. The point is, is that I've struggled with this and that is why I am a coach and that is why I do what I do because I want to be real and I don't ever want you to think that I've got it all together. I do this because I've struggled with this. I teach goal setting and vision casting and consistency and mindset work because guess what? I've struggled with it so much. Okay, so the next thing that I want you to do when you are deciding that you are consistent, and this is massive, I want you to promise yourself that you will not break a promise to yourself again. Okay, now I need you to understand this. If you have a friend that's like a total flake, just imagine this person, maybe you have one, like maybe her name pops into your head. She is the person that, she's a person that you could not trust. Like, 
you tell her you're gonna meet at Starbucks and she texts you every single time and she's either late or she cancels. Um, you basically just cannot, cannot have faith that this person is going to be there when she says she's gonna be there because she always backs out. And I'm not trying to call anybody out. Like there are times that we all have to back out of commitments, right? Like that's a thing. But I'm talking about like this person is like a total flake. Okay. So we've established this imaginary person that is a total flake. You can't trust her because it doesn't matter what you, what she says, you know that she's not going to follow through, right? Okay. Now, how many times have you said you're going to do something and you don't follow through? Yeah, I'm right there with you. (laughs) I'm stomping on my own toes. The thing is, is that when you are flaky to your own promises, your brain no longer believes you. You cannot trust your own word. You do not have the ability to trust what you say because your brain doesn't think you're going to follow through. So here's what happens when you stop breaking promises to yourself. When you stop breaking promises to yourself, the first thing that happens is you get real careful about the promises you make. Real careful. Because now you don't wake up and you think, I'm going to work out today. Da, 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 da. No, you're like, okay, schedule looks like this. Is there actually time? And if there isn't, guess what? You get to let yourself off the hook of that guilt and that fear or that fear of failure or feeling like a horrible human being or whatever lie you've been telling yourself because it literally doesn't fit in your day. And when you decide that and you decide, okay, I would like to make working out a thing, a part of my life, but it doesn't fit today, you purposefully choose to not break a promise to yourself. Because if you wake up every morning and you say you're going to do something and every single day you fall in bed and you haven't done that thing that you said you were going to do, guess what? You get more and more and more disappointed in yourself and you're going to feel like more and more of a failure. Because your brain can't trust yourself. You cannot trust yourself. So it's time to be women of our word. And I am, again, speaking to myself Because I need to hear this. I can't tell you how many times I have reminded myself of this and I still need to hear it. It's time to be women of our word and not break promises to ourselves. Because the more you build trust with yourself and you follow through, the more trustworthy your brain is going to see that you are. And that actually will build your confidence and your your growth it will build your um consistency and looking for a word um it will build your self-discipline and um persistence it will build those things but you've got to stop treating your own self like a flake because that's what we're doing I do it all the time so shifting your mindset what are you speaking over yourself and what what things are you saying that you want to be, you want to do, and you're not keeping those promises to yourself, right? Oh, again, oh, I'm preaching to myself right now so much. <laughs> the last thing in this point, this is like the biggest point because it's, it's important. Um, the last thing that I want to talk about is what are you speaking over yourself? This is really, really, really crucial Because when you are speaking to yourself 
in from a place of frustration and disappointment and feeling like a failure and telling yourself that you're not a consistent person, guess what? You are literally speaking that over yourself. I will never forget my great-grandmother. Um, my mom and my, a lot of the women in my family have struggled with autoimmune diseases. And one time my mom was over at my great-grandmother's house and she said something about my lupus. And my Nana Anne, in all her fiery 78-pound self, turned to her, stopped her mid-sentence, and said, don't you dare own it. Don't you dare own it that it's yours. Because the minute you own it as yours, it owns you. You might have it. It might affect you. It might be a part of, of your journey. But it is not who you are. It does not define you. Guess what? <sighs> My mom at that moment began to stop owning it and she began to not dwell on it as much and it completely changed her life. It, it was a radical difference because she stopped dwelling on it and, and accepting it as a part of her being. Does she still have flare-ups? Absolutely. Does she still struggle with it? Absolutely. But it no longer consumes her because she doesn't allow it to. You can do the exact same thing in your own mind with the lies that you've been telling yourself. Because when it comes to consistency, what are you telling yourself? Are you telling yourself, I'm inconsistent, I'm a failure, I can't do it, I'm a hot mess, I, I'll enter whatever excuse, whatever lie you've been believing. Guess what? You're owning that. And you can choose, just like my Nana Ann said, to not own it as a part of your being. So maybe instead of you're saying, I can't be consistent, you say, you know what, I've struggled with consistency, but it doesn't stop me from trying. It's not going to stop me. It's not going to stop me from trying to chase my wonderment and live my best life. I'm going to try no matter what. I'm in this for the long haul. What are you speaking over yourself? As a man thinks, so is he. So the thoughts that we allow create like our being. They, they create who we are and who we choose to view ourselves as and how we choose to act. Because thoughts, like they, they're the base of everything when it comes to our feelings, our emotions, our actions, all of it. It starts with our thoughts. Okay, <sighs> off the soapbox now. <laughs> I'm going to move on to point number four. Am I on four? Yes, point number four. Okay, when it comes to chasing after consistency in the middle of life, being messy, and finding a way to be more consistent in your life, the, f the number one thing I want you to do when you're actually like doing it, like, like I'm going to choose to do X, Y, or Z, is to start really, really small. And again, this ties into that lower expectations. We're not putting 8 million things on us. I want you to start so tiny, so tiny. One of the biggest triumphs in my life, and I'm going to call myself out because it's embarrassing, but you know what? We're all friends here. I really, really struggled for years with flossing my teeth, like bad. I hated it. It annoyed me all the things, I would put it off, I would avoid it, and guess what? I paid for it. Every time I went to the dentist, I paid for it. <laughs> and I realized that I, it doesn't matter whether I like it or not, I must do it. Like, I care that I have, like, nice-ish teeth by the time I am, like, 
you know, I don't know. I want good teeth when I'm older. And what that means is I need to invest in the time now. So the first thing that I did was find the easiest road to get there. And flossers were it. Like those little tiny flossers. I don't care if they're the best way to do it or not. They're the easiest way for me to do it. They don't take as long as trying to wrap the stupid string around my fingers and try to figure out how to, uh, it doesn't work for me. So flossers. They were the first step. The second step was to create a system that would let me easily add flossing into my life. That is literally the only thing I focused on adding into my life. When I'm talking about starting small, I mean like really, really small. <laughs> okay, flossing, so simple, so silly. What I began doing was I told myself that I couldn't brush my teeth until I flossed. And guess what? That is a real big motivator for flossing because I cannot stand when my teeth feel gross. Like after a meal, it's like, oh my gosh, I have to brush my teeth. Let me go brush my teeth. Guess what? It doesn't matter if I, if I, if it's midnight. It doesn't matter if it's two a.m. It doesn't matter if I've missed brushing or if I just brushed a little while ago. If I pick up my toothbrush and I did not floss first, there's a problem. Guess what? That simple shift began to make such a big difference in my life. And you know what's amazing is I have done it for so long now that I don't even think about it. I do not pick up my toothbrush until I've flossed because it's such a habit. It's so ingrained in my life. And it's like, I mean, I know, guys, this is probably really silly. But if if you identify with this, send me a DM about flossing, okay? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um... The, the thing with something like that is, yes, it's silly and it's, you know, judge me all you want for being someone that really struggled to floss their teeth. I, it's just something that I struggle with and I'd rather be open and honest about it. But that little habit began to show me that I could be consistent, right? And it's so simple. Like I did not focus on creating any other habits for a long time. And because I let myself off the hook with all the other habits and I lowered my expectations and I was just like, this one thing is my job. It is, I will do this like it is my job until I no longer have to think about it. Guess what? I no longer have to think about it. It is second nature to me and it is such a gift. And it's been so good for me. Like it's been so good. But last time I went to the dentist, she was like, wow, you've been taking such good care of your teeth. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> it feels so good when you finally see that consistency pay off because consistency doesn't like you don't see a payoff for a while it's like a down the road payoff kind of thing so the last thing that that I want you to focus on is building evidence and that ties again directly in with starting small like my really stupid example of hating to floss my teeth I began to build evidence that I could be consistent because again, for years, I have built evidence that I'm not consistent, that I'm a hot mess, that I'm a failure. Enter every single lie I have ever believed about how I couldn't be consistent because of X, Y, or Z. Right? Lies and excuses. But what happened when I started to build evidence that, hey, guess what? I can build a new habit. I can. Look at this. Look, every single time, every single time I brush my teeth, I floss guess what? That is evidence built that I am 
consistent. Not that I want to be consistent, not that someday I'm going to be consistent, that now I am consistent. Now I have a couple things that I'm consistent in. And guess what? I have so much more work to do. Guys, I have so much more work to do. Oh my word. (laughs) But every single morning, I wake up and I go drink my coffee and I eat my breakfast and I read my Bible and I journal in my journal and I floss my teeth and brush them. Newsflash, I'm consistent. It doesn't matter if I am inconsistent with 8 million other things. It doesn't matter if I mess up on the chores, if I mess up with my nutrition, if I mess up with my health. I said, I was going to say housework, but I already said that. With my workouts, it doesn't matter because I am slowly but surely building evidence that I am consistent. And when you can start to do that, everything can change. And I'm seeing it change. And I know that I've got such a long way to go. And I see so many things that I want to change. And I still get frustrated by it. But again, this is where we have to watch our mindsets. And and understand that what we're speaking over ourselves matters. Like as a man thinks, so is he. And that's not like just about men. It's about people. Like as people think, so are they. <laughs> so change your mindset around whether you choose to be a consistent person now or whether you choose to believe the lie that you can't be consistent because enter the lie or excuse you've been telling yourself. You can be consistent. I guarantee you, you already are consistent. You've just had really high expectations or you feel like it's got to be just right and consistency is perfection and never missing a day or you're breaking promises to yourself in other areas of your life and that's feeling, leaving you feeling so discouraged and frustrated. What are you speaking over yourself? And lastly, start small. One little tiny thing. Don't try to change everything at once. Just one little thing. It's not that hard. Start to build that evidence and you will start to see just what kind of an awesome, amazing, consistent person you are. Okay. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) I cannot wait to chat about consistency next week. I actually need to plan that out because I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to talk about. I think it's going to be good. Either way, um, I hope that this was encouraging. If it was, please reach out to me. Send me an email, kate at chasingwondermint.com. Send me a DM on Instagram. Come chat with me about what what really stuck out to you in this episode. And friend, happy Valentine's Day again. Keep chasing wonderment. Do not stop. You can live your best life. Have a great day, friends. Hey there. If you really enjoyed this podcast, I was hoping you would take a second to let me know. Come follow me on Instagram at Chasing Wonderment and just send me a DM and tell me how much you enjoyed it. I so appreciate it and I would love to get to know you.